It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90NATION or visit windownation.com. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. That's right, it is Go Birds Radio, presented by the Bet Park Sportsbook and Casino app. Elliot Shore Parks, James Helter, coming to you from the beautiful Sportsbook at Parks Casino. Comfy, t- uh, comfy chairs, huge TVs, great college football on. Yes. We got a good game on. We got our coming out with us, our buddy Justin from Richmond, hanging out with us. It's a great time coming out at Parks. We always have a good time here. Uh, we're going to get to the Eagles in one second. I just have to start the show reacting to the outrageous slander <laughs> that has been uh, levied our way by the previous show. Obviously, yes. you know, a couple of legends, Glenn Magno, Mike Sealski, but, uh, you know, I thought they were journalists. I thought they were, you know, the, the, the facts. The truth matters. Truth matters. Yeah. Accuracy. <laughs> Talking about when the fire alarm went off in the, in the building, Elliot and I literally were just like, hey, guys, I think we got to take the stairs because it said not take the elevator. And that was it. Well, that was the uh, whole interaction that we had. And they're like, oh, they were freaking out. Uh, we always say on this pod, big-time players make big-time plays in big-time moments. That's right. We all saw who the leaders were in that moment. That's right. Me and you, we, we calmed the situation they down. They were going to get in the elevator. They could yeah. still they're be stuck the, in the elevator yes. for all anyone knows. Yes. They were about to get in the elevator. Like, it says in the thing, hey, guys, listen. It says don't take the elevator. Maybe we should all take Big-time player, big-time moment. Who found the stairs? We did. No big deal. Leaders. It's just, you know, I, listen, I'm, I'm all about... Keeping it, keeping it real. Okay, <laughs> so, so there we go. All right, uh, two one five five nine two ninety four nine four. Now, Glenn and Mike are the best, even when they're slandering us. No big deal. No big deal. Uh, all right, let's get into it. We're gonna get into the game coming up in a minute. Eagles Bills. Obviously, a uh, it's a game that I'm a little nervous about from a schedule perspective. The way it breaks out, we'll get into that. But I, I gotta, we gotta start where the the conversation has been. The thing we've been texting the most about for the I last say, few days. Yes. Uh, as like all of a sudden, and I didn't even really uh, uh, talk about it much on the air this week because it felt like it kind of really materialized at the end of the week, Friday, yeah. like kind of yesterday really became a thing. But this whole like Nick Sirianni needs to stop acting the way he's acting thing. Kansas so, City fans certainly seem well, to believe that. So what's that. going on with this, Elliot? So, I mean, I, you know, obviously there's a video after. And by the way, if any callers want to talk about the big win over, big win over the Chiefs last week, like. One of the biggest Eagles wins we've seen in the regular season in a really long time. Absolutely epic game. 
So afterwards, Nick Sirianni is walking uh, off the field. There's kind of two instances. One, he goes up to congratulate all the Eagles fans, tell them thank you for coming. And I think at that point, he maybe yells one thing at a Chiefs fan. And then he's walking off the field. He's in the tunnel, and he yells, like, see ya, see ya. Uh, he yelled a few things in the tunnel, actually, mm-hmm. yeah. But And then he basically said he couldn't hear the Chiefs fans anymore. Uh, I, I think the, the phrase I've decided to use when talking about it is, like, playfully teasing Chiefs fans, just kind of, like, you know, poking at him a little. Uh, he talked about it at his press conference yesterday. He said that Chiefs fans, not like Eagles fans, but Chiefs fans are loud. He heard him throughout the game, and he was just having some fun with it. He brought up when he kind of yelled at Colts fans uh, from the bench afterwards uh, last season when they beat the Colts. So it's turned into a thing, I'll tell you, man. Chiefs fans really not happy about the fact he did it. And I've been surprised. I guess I shouldn't say surprised, but there's been a really strong reaction to Sirianni doing this nationally. A lot of people have discussed it, saying that's not how a head coach should act. Uh, Lots of fans from other teams calling him a clown, like all these things. So once again, uh, I feel like we're back at the flower speech or the introductory press conference with with people talking about how Sirianni is uh, is handling himself. I hate it. I think it's so stupid. Uh, uh, no offense to anyone who feels this way. I will take your calls, please. 215-592-9494. You, you can try and convince me that I'm wrong. But I want Nick Sirianni to be Nick Sirianni, yeah. man. Like, one of the great things about this guy, I think one of the big reasons that his players respond to him is that he's authentic. He's genuine. He is who he is, and he's not ashamed to be who he is. I've said this to you before a million times on the podcast. I've said it on the air. Like, you know, as a parent with Zoe, obviously there's a million things I want for her. I want for her to, you know, uh, uh, not have to worry about anything. You know, yeah. I want her to have everything she could ever want. I want her have to be a 20 smart. Star I want her a 20-star day. Yeah. I want her to be smart. I want her all these things. But if I could just choose one, if I could have one thing for her, I just want her to be comfortable in her own skin. Mm-hmm. I want her to feel comfortable with who she is and i think that 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 outlook on the world and on yourself that makes everything right and and that's nick sirianni man like he is comfortable in his own skin he's willing to be who he is and as a result everyone responds to him in a positive way i just think like this whole like what's a coach how a coach is supposed to act like sports are fun it's a kid's game they're out there playing a child's game for a living you're telling this guy he can't have fun doing it? He can't respond? He can't, uh, and not just a kid's game, a kid's game that is played with a lot of emotion and a lot of testosterone and a lot of all that. Like, let the dude have fun doing it. Let him react to what's happening. I, I, I'm honestly, I'm floored by how many people are like, whoa, I'm getting so upset about this. Yeah, so so Sirianni, I've covered him since, since he got here. Uh, and one thing, and me and you talk about this on, on the pod, on Go Birds Radio, off the air a lot, is... I think one of his biggest strengths as a head coach is his personality. You know, I, I think he's a very good X's and O's guy. I think his attention to detail has really helped this team, situational football. I think his, his football acumen gets undersold sometimes. But I think his best quality as a head coach is his personality. So when I hear you say he should be himself, I agree with you on that. That I think Sirianni trying to change who he is is going to hurt him as a head coach. Uh, I think his passion for the game rubs off on the team. I like that he, he I like how he is on the sideline, you know, grunting and celebrating with a player when they get a sack, you know, signaling a big first down when AJ Brown gets a big first down. I think his personality on the sideline is is a, a big positive for him as a head coach. As the week has gone on, I've started to think more about what I would say to Nick if, you know, he said, Elliot, man, like everyone's getting on me about yelling about Chiefs fans. What do you think about that? And I think, you know, I don't, I don't have a kid, but if it was Nick or if it was a friend, I think I'd be like, man, I love that you're yourself, 
but I would advise against doing oh, it. Oh, stop. I just I, I think the juice isn't worth the squeeze on this one. I think you can find your a way to support your players to be yourself without getting other fans involved. Like other teams don't need any more motivation to beat the Eagles, but he I just think this is going to end up in a place where maybe he doesn't want it to end up. I love that he's himself. I love that he's passionate on the sideline. I think taunting other fans or playfully teasing them, like going close to other fans, I just I, I think it's not worth it for him. I don't think it ends positively. I just I think everyone stops seeing to be stop 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 needs to stop being excuse me there. There you go. Needs to stop being so lame about this. I mean the, it's a sport. This is fun. We trash talk. We have fun when we're playing sports. Like he is a head coach of a football team. He's not like the CEO of a of a hospital I or agree. something. Like, I agree with that. This is not some like suit wearing serious job. He's a football coach. This guy's a football. He coaches a kids game. He can't show some emotion. He can't have some fun while he's doing it. He can't uh, uh, have a little banter with fans. Like, isn't that what we want as fans? We want to interact with the players. We want to interact with the coaches. We want them to respond to us. And you know what? Like, as human beings, if we're going to yell something crappy at someone, should they not be able to, to say something back to us? It's so silly. It's so, so silly. So I, I agree with your point that sports are supposed to be fun. And in an ideal world, sports would be fun all the time. We wouldn't have to worry about anything. My only concern is, you know, he's walking off the field and he's, you know, having fun. It's an emotional. It's a big game. Let's say they beat the Niners in two weeks, right? He's walking out, or this Sunday, they beat the Bills. He's walking off the field. He sees a Bills fan. The Bills fan yells something, and he's like, let's have some fun with this. Because, honestly, that's who Nick is. Like I've said this week, I think if Nick wasn't a head coach of a team, he would be calling into sports radio WIP. He would be tailgating football games. He'd be coaching high school. Like, I love the back and forth he has with the reporters. I think Nick is who you're saying. Where I mean, he said this at the podium a few times. Like, football's supposed to be fun. He yep. even talked about... Uh, the end of that first half of the Rams game where the Rams scored a touchdown that the Eagles did and, you know, how fun that probably was for fans, he pointed out. So I think Nick does definitely see that point. I just think he's he's potentially going down a slippery slope that might put him in not a great situation. Like, you don't want to be in a situation where you're walking off the field and you're saying, all right, let's have some fun with this fan, but the fan doesn't take it that way. Or, like, a fan throws something at him. I just I, I think that he can have fun on the sideline and he can have fun walking off the field. To me, where I think I would advise him to stop is involving other fans in it. Like, last year he jumps up on the uh, bench after the Colts game and he's, you know, yelling to the crowd, which is mostly Colts fans, about how they shouldn't have fired Frank Reich. Uh, You know, again, now he's yelling, telling Chiefs fans to be quiet. I just think getting other fan bases involved, you're right, he's not a CEO of a hospital. And I think Nick represents the Eagles from a face of a franchise in an outstanding way. Like, I think – Look, we can debate if there's been better head coaches in the franchise. I'm not sure there's ever been a head coach that better represents Philadelphia than Nick Sirianni in terms of his love for football, his love for the Eagles, all those things. But, man, like, Nick, if you're listening out there, it's just not worth it to get into it with other fans. Yell about the Eagles. Yell about the media. Yell at me if you want. But I don't think that if you're talking about the head coach of a football team, yelling at other fans – is worth it. I just don't think it's it's not going to end well for him. Like, look, how, where where does this go? At this I, look, point? I think it's all situational. Like, yes, don't yell like expletives at fans. Don't you know say something horrible to a fan. Don't obviously get into any sort of physical altercation with a fan. Right. But if you want to take shots at a fan who's taking shots at you, I have no problem with that. If it's playful, if it's see ya, he said see ya. Like, big deal. Like. 
it's just they play an emotional game. It's meant to be fun. It's supposed to be uh, uh, like again, like Nick always says, you're supposed to have fun doing this. He's having fun coaching. I just think that because head coaches are supposed to be like Andy Reid and not show emotion and not like I think that's silly. I think the world's changed. I think things can change just because something is expected of a certain role or yeah. a certain job or whatever doesn't mean that that's the right thing to expect from them. I, I think that's silly well, to think that. NFL head coaches should be some like, you know, serious person. They're not a lot well, of times. So it reminds me, uh, the reaction to this reminds me a little bit of the reaction to the flower comment in 2021. Remember, he comes out, he says, uh, it, it, we're, we're, the roots are growing, we're waiting for the flower to, to pop up and burst or whatever. And the reaction was, like, you can't do that in an NFL locker room. You can't go in an NFL locker room and talk about flowers. You Like, these players aren't going to respect Sirianni. They were 2-5, and five, I think, at that point. So, obviously, he was already under a lot of criticism. And it was Sirianni doesn't know how to be an NFL. Like, he, does, he doesn't have an NFL coach kind of persona the way he, he carries himself. And everyone was wrong about that. Like, I, thankfully, we were on the side of, like, let him be Nick. And I think that's proven correct. So, I do think that Nick knows what he's doing. I just... Man, I don't want to see this go down a road where, you know, it does take one incident or like this is billboard. I mean, if you're a Chiefs fans now and I do think they're going to meet again in the Super Bowl, like you put an extra kind of uh, target on your back with this. Or if something happens, I just I think that where I would draw the line and I'd be curious to know how the Eagles feel about it. Like what? Like how do the, the Eagles had a real problem? They would tell him to stop. Well, yeah. But I mean, or but they, they haven't. I mean, my well, point or is they, I, he won't. My get. Uh, I mean, uh, we don't know. I'm just saying. My guess we is the Eagles know. are not don't have a problem with it. Is my guess, but I could yeah. be wrong. Well, look, I, I'll be interested to see because I do think this is becoming more of a deal in terms of how Nick is perceived as a head coach, and that's the other part of it too. I would say for Nick, like I agree with you honestly about like football is supposed to be fun. I love Nick's personality. I mean, we've recorded hundreds of hours probably talking about Nick Sirianni. You know, I like the way he carries himself. Mm -hmm. I think he's a special, equality head coach. But I also say he reminds me of you, right? And if, if you were the head coach of the Eagles, and you'd probably be a pretty successful one, I would think. Yeah. You probably wouldn't lose any game. And we were texting, because I was hope I would hope you would still text me of if you course, were a head coach. Yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't forget it. And I and like worry. you know, we were in a group chat and that video got sent out. I think I would be like James, because I care about you. Just stop yelling at the other fans. Just because it's not worth it. It's not you can be yourself and you can send the message you want to send and you can be passionate and do all those things without getting people involved that are not there to support you, that are not there to handle things the right way. You know what I mean? 215-592-9494. Where do you come down on this? Do you have an issue with the way Nick Sirianni carries himself in these games with the, you know, playfully yelling at the fans or or that kind of stuff? 215, the, the fire that he shows. 215-592-9494. Where do you come down? Also, in addition to that, we do have another big game. It's uh, it's so funny because I feel like for so long, you know, really last year and the first part of this year, it's just been like, oh, another game. Another game. Oh, we got it. We got an Eagles game. They're yeah. they're playing a team on Sunday. <laughs> yes. And now it's like each week. The last few weeks been like, man, another monster one coming up. You know, there is there this this stretch that we've talked about so much. Yeah. It does it does feel like all these games really matter in the moment. Like I, we thought I they think would. This game is actually being undersold. Sneaky big game. It is a massive game. And now look, it's not a divisional game. It's not a conference game. So in terms of tiebreakers, you don't think about it. But. Now, while I still, and I will go down with the ship of the 49ers are frauds, I will go down with that ship, they do keep winning. They do. And they come here in two weeks. The Cowboys, I, I, you know, I don't have to be the one to rip into the Cowboys. That's, that's, that's your role on the show. Oh, they suck. But, no, sucks. but they keep winning, too. If you think yeah, about this game. they keep winning against bad teams. Right, well, regardless, the wins count the same. If, if the Eagles lose this game tomorrow, 
all of a sudden, these next two Niners and Cowboys games, like, you have to win those games. Those are must-win games. Like, if you can win tomorrow, though, you're two games up. Like, I think you feel pretty good about where you're at. But, man, this game tomorrow against a Bills team that I know me and you are kind of on different sides of how good they are, I think you could argue they have a top-five offense, top-five defense. They probably have a top-five quarterback. Um, they've probably been one of the top-five teams in the league over the last few years. So I think they're a very good team. They just find ways to lose. But I was thinking yesterday when the, uh, the Dolphins-Jets were on. Uh, by the way, it was nice to have football on a Friday, but certainly was not a great no, game. No, yeah, Tim Boyle, not what you want yeah. on, on the Black But Friday I was game. thinking during that game, it is fun how big all these Eagles matchups are. And obviously Kelly Green tomorrow. It's going to be an exciting day down at the stadium. But, man, tomorrow is like, uh, I mean, it's a borderline must-win game. Like, if you lose this game tomorrow, you're, you're all of a sudden in, in pretty tricky waters. Yeah, well, again, you just ultimately beating Dallas and be, San Francisco and Dallas, if you win those two games, you're, you're pretty sad. Well, yeah, if you, you look 2-0 in those games, it doesn't right, matter. Right, right. This, this Buffalo game is a, um, a breathing room game It's a for safety you. net. It's a breathing room. Exactly. Yeah. Same idea. The idea that... If they win this one, it just gives them a little bit of breathing room heading in. Where if they lose this one, then they are one game better record rise than both Dallas and yeah. the Niners going in. Now, Dallas, just to point out, th- these are the wins that Dallas has. They're you eight love, you love this tweet. The Giants twice. Yep. They're both three and eight. Washington, four and seven. New England, two and eight. The Jets, four and six. Carolina, one and nine. The Rams, four and six. And the Chargers, four and six. So four and six, the best record of a team that Dallas has beaten yet right. this season. So I'm not at all scared of the Cowboys, but look, I get it. And just from a, a one-seed perspective, it's important that they they continue to win games. And this game on Sunday, I do think, is a sneaky one. For, and I've been saying this all, I've been saying this for a few weeks now, but it's a sneaky one from a schedule perspective. Yeah. Like, it just is. They're coming off this massive win against Kansas City, the b- biggest regular season well, the win game in they've a been decade. Waiting like for, we've talked yeah. about, all the rematch, all that stuff. They win it the way they win it. Then they've got a short week to come home and face a Bills team that there's no real extra motivation right. against. It's just opponent. a game, yeah. a- AFC opponent. And then they know that the game they circled to start the season, that the, each of these two teams, the Niners and Eagles, have talked nonstop about all offseason. That game is next week. Like, they're human beings. The ebbs and flow of the NFL. Like, I just think this is – I actually think this is a really tough spot for the Eagles. I think yeah. this is a tougher spot than the Niners game. Like, I think the Niners are better than the Bills, but I am more concerned that they're going to lose this week than I am next week. Uh, I would I would agree with that. I don't think there's any way to lose to the Niners at home. I do not believe the Niners are coming into Philadelphia and beating the Eagles. Um, but I would ask you this, because I was thinking about this on Thanksgiving. And, by the way, Christmas season has begun. Yeah, Christmas uh, music I everywhere. Would, happy Thanksgiving. Thank That's you. Happy matters. Thanksgiving. Yes, yes, yes exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, man, it was interesting to have all three games involve teams that are That, that, that mattered, you. yeah. Did Thanksgiving change how you feel at all? So, no, not too much. But, look, I, I think going in, I, I'll take a loss to any of the three. I went in saying if I get one loss today, yeah. that's a win. Is that I, the I didn't one you would have picked? Uh, look, just in curious. hindsight, no. Now that I saw them lose that game to Green Bay and really just get outplayed the whole game <laughs> right, and almost yeah. lose to the Bears Man, before, they it it's, over like, a lot it's like, oh, wait, no, I shouldn't be scared of the Lions. They're going to lose games along the way. So, in hindsight, no. In hindsight, I'd rather the Niners have lost or whatever. But in the moment, I was I was very happy that – I mean, look, going into this weekend, the Eagles have two. They have two in the loss column against everyone. Like that does yeah. matter. That is something. So, I, look, I it didn't change too much for me. I expected Dallas to beat up on a bad team. I expected the Niners to be up, which I told you, Seattle. I don't think is that good. They've so, fallen off. Yeah, they've fallen, they've fallen off. off. So, two one five five nine two ninety four nine. Are you at all concerned about this game tomorrow? Where they stand heading into Elliott's point? You know, we they keep winning. They're nine and one. They have the best record in the NFL. All that stuff. But but even with that, like. 
The it's one, thin ice. The one it's a little is, fragile. It's totally up for grabs and, right now. And I think that was my biggest takeaway from Thanksgiving, where I didn't watch the Niners or the Cowboys and think, oh, maybe they're better than the Eagles. The Eagles are the best team in the NFL right now. Point blank, period. They deserve that title. They play like that title. I think they have, I'll say it now, the best head coach quarterback duo probably in the NFL after uh, after last week. But the what what is inconvenient for the Eagles is the other teams keep winning. Like you shouldn't be nine and one and, and still be like sweating and it still out. be debating if you're going to win the division, right? Like, yeah. but that's just that's what's happening with the Cowboys and uh, the Niners way they keep winning. So I agree with you. I think tomorrow is a tricky game, and because of that, if they lose tomorrow, which it wouldn't be a bad loss, it wouldn't be you know a side their frauds whatever, anything. Yeah. It would just be a loss. And and the problem though is if you drop that second game, it raises the stakes you have to the next two. So, so while I still am confident in my belief that I think the Eagles are going to win uh, the division, the conference, and the Super Bowl, like that is still my prediction. I would be lying if I said Thanksgiving Day I wasn't sitting there being like, man, maybe the uh, the ground's a, a little bit shakier than I thought. 215-592-9494. The Sirianni thing, do you need him to stop acting the way he acts on the sidelines, yelling at fans and all that? Or are you cool with Sirianni being Sirianni? And then this game tomorrow, the Bills game, and really this stretch coming up, are you at all starting to get a little concerned both about this game? Look. There's a phrase for it. We all know it. I mean, it is a trap game. Like, it feels like a classic, yeah. the classic definition of a trap game. That's the setup for this game tomorrow. And then if they lose tomorrow, all of a sudden they have a one-game lead on, on, and granted, there's tiebreakers. They would both be AFC laws for the Eagles, which helps. But it's a little more precarious heading into that Niners and Dallas game when it comes to the NFC, the conference. 215-592-9494. We want to talk to as many real ones as we can today. Let's start out where we do every single Saturday at this time. Let's go to Abington and talk to our guy, Tom. Yo, Tom. Yo, fellas. How we doing today? What up, buddy? Happy uh, hey. happy belated Thanksgiving. Early hey, happy right Christmas. Back. Merry Christmas. Right back at you guys and Thank everybody you. else out there. And uh, Elliot, it's nice of you to grace us with your presence today. No problem. Well, it's nice of you to grace us with your presence, too. It's glad we could both make it to, uh, to work today. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's clocking in. I appreciate it. And again, yeah, not only did you not clock in last week, weren't you supposed to call in? Well, yeah. No, well, so, yeah. so his plane got uh, delayed. That we didn't know oh, on the okay. air, yeah, so that's yeah. why I didn't text you right. back for all the people. Like, he oh, texted me like, like an hour into the show and was like, we just landed. Right. It was all uh, okay. Well, it was funny. Uh, like, we'll so many people tweeted. I wanted to yeah. rip him for it, but yeah. in hindsight, it was not his look, fault. Look, I'm open to being ripped. There you go, being fair again, James. I know. It's one of my flaws. Yeah. And real quick, as soon as you get on an elevator, first thing you see is, in case of fire, take stairs. Exactly. With the fire alarm, it's a fire alarm, it's a voice being like, this is a fire alarm, you have to exit the building, <laughs> right. take the stairs, don't take the elevator. That's what it said every uh, like, three seconds when it kept It's repeating. also interesting how now, I feel like whenever you hear a fire alarm, your first instance is to think, oh, this is probably not <laughs> yeah, a big deal. We heard but. it, we're like, we're sitting there like, oh, we'll just keep doing our podcast. And then uh, yeah. uh, uh, one of our engineers, Chris, walks in and Chris is like, you gotta go. He's like, guys, you gotta get out. Like, there's a real yeah. fire alarm. We're like, wait, what? He's like, no, we gotta leave like right now. We're like, oh, I guess we gotta it was, go. Yeah, exciting times. That's and, awesome. Uh, Shout out to our guy Chris. All right. So, as far as this whole ridiculous Nick Sirianni needs to show more decorum thing yeah. goes, I just have one comment on the entire thing. I need to see more of Nick Sirianni's yes. answers. Okay, <laughs> that's what I need. I why? love the dude. I think why he's being himself. Yeah, I don't. I, I all I want is a coach to be honest and be themselves, and that's what he is. So, Tom, I I agree with that, and I do think Sirianni being himself on the sideline and with the fans and everything is worth it. I would just ask you, like, 
what's the benefit of getting into it with other fans? Like, you know, I, I like, I, I think there is in their face. What do you mean? Well, yeah, but I'm saying like, so you want him to be yourself, but he also needs to take into account like what's advantageous for him and the franchise, the organization. Like, do you think Nick is helping how people view him or helping his job as a head coach by like yelling well, to other fans? To that, like that? To that, Elliot, I would say this. Do you think any of the words that he yelled in that tunnel in Kansas City affects any of the play on the field this year? No, I don't think it affects it so in, to an extent. What, what's the big deal then? Because if you're Sirianni, like, does it really help your public image across to 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 be yelling with other fans? Like, is it worth the guy, it to get the guy into a who fight gave us other... flowers in the locker room? I don't think he's worried about his image. He is who he is, and I love him for and it. And I respect that for sure. But I also think we can all agree that while we all want everyone to be themselves, and we all want everyone, you know, you shouldn't change how you're acting just because of what people think. But like, there is a certain level where you can maybe sit and go, you know what? Maybe this doesn't benefit me to do this. Mm, I don't think it hurts him, so I, I, I hope to see more. So, I don't think it hurts him in the locker room. I do wonder if nationally, like, this hurts him. Mm, I, he's not viewed well nationally anyway. Which so is I don't think it really matters. Well, yeah, well, that's that's being a part of the triumvirate of Howie Roseman and Nick Sirianni and Jalen Hurts. Like, he, he just gets shortchanged. Um, All right, what do you got in the game, Tommy? Because we're up against Yeah, so, yeah, Kansas City, I that game was amazing, James. We beat KC. I have never gone into a game and had every question answered like that, like with Hurts' health and Cam Jurgens' health. The running game looked good. Byard had the pick. Kelsey didn't have a good game. Roby with the punch out. I mean, it was fantastic. We beat Andy Reid. We beat the Chiefs. We beat him in Arrowhead. We got everything done there. Now, when it comes to tomorrow, I see a crazy game ahead of us, guys. I know this is a trap game. I get it. It's the definition of one. Uh, so if I'm going to use my head, yes, it's a trap game, but I think with my heart. So I see a bunch of crazy scores tomorrow. And, yes, the Birds will find a way to win this 39-31. Have a fantastic weekend, fellas. Um, love you, Tommy. And, look, for what it's worth, uh, and, you know, not like we do picks at the end and I have to uh, keep the mystery, like, I'm going to pick them to win tomorrow. Same. But but it's it's mostly because I just trust them to always win when I look at the game itself, it makes me nervous. 215-592-9494. You want to chime in on the game tomorrow? Are you nervous about a potential trap game situation with the Bills game? And are you nervous about the one seed? It, it is still a lot closer than it should be considering how dominant the Eagles have been this season. And obviously the, the games the next two weeks against San Francisco and Dallas will play a big role towards deciding that one seed. And the Nick Sirianni thing, do you have an issue with the way he can – conducts himself on the sideline in the tunnel after games yelling at fans kind of showing that emotion where you find with it 215-592-9494 it's go birds radio from the beautiful sports book at parks casino pro and college hoops and fly guys hockey are back the bet park casino and sportsbook app has you covered for betting on all your favorite sports and playing all your favorite casino games for real money bet the birds and bet player performances when you bet birds football bet touchdowns passing and more Bet Philly hoops and bet player performances for points, rebounds, and more. The Bet Parks app is the only sports betting app that I use myself and that I recommend. It's safe, secure, and it's easy to use. Odds, bets, slots, and games right in your pocket. The casino comes to you wherever you are. Play a live dealer on your phone and enjoy blackjack, roulette, and more. Bet Parks has a great offer for new users. Download the Bet Parks app right now and get up to $1,000 casino bonus back if you're down in the first 24 hours. New users only. Casino bonus must be wagered. Terms and conditions apply. See website betparks.com for details. You love to play. You love to win. You bet. 
Bet Parks. You must be 21 and in Pennsylvania, New Jersey, Maryland, or Ohio. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Hey everyone, this is Brett Boone. Would you know it? I've got a podcast going strong in our fourth year. Tune in as I sit down with my friends, some of the biggest names in sports, media, entertainment, for a lot of fun and in-depth conversations. As you know, baseball's been my life. It's been in the family for a long time, but it's a lot more than that here. It's sort of like taking a ride in a golf cart around a beautiful track. Join me every week for multiple episodes on the Brett Boone Podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. My man, Ben Kenny, a little mathematics here. Well done. Most deaf in the house. You most mm. deaf guy, Elliot? I do like most deaf, but I don't recognize this song. Yeah, this, yeah. Is, this is mathematics. Most okay. deaf. It's great great song. I'll look yeah. it up. There you go. Well, Black that. Star, him and Talib Kweli. Phenomenal. Yeah. That album is all-time underrated I'm, I'm album. I'm in on it. Yeah. Big, big Black Star guy. Look at you. Yeah. Right. Finally found a band we both <laughs> recognize. <laughs> if a band. Who thought it would be Black Star? Would yeah. be the one that we can find common ground on. 215-592-9494. Talking Birds. Heading, it is funny because they head into this game against Buffalo, and like I was just talking about, I'm nervous about it just from a, a scheduling standpoint. I'm the one who said I'm not. I don't think Buffalo's that good. I think right. I've been proven right. I said that like a month ago. Well, so I, they're, they're fine. Yeah, I, you were you were saying they were a top five team in the NFL. I was like, I don't think so. Well, and, and I think I've been proven right to this point at least. I would begrudgingly admit you were probably <laughs> doing correct. but but the, I think what stands out about Buffalo, and this is probably why they're not a top five team. Is man, they just find ways to lose. They games. just they, you look at this year. Uh, I mean, they lost on a punt return in overtime to the Jets. They lost on a touchdown by Mac Jones with 12 seconds left. Which, to be fair, the Eagles narrowly avoided that <laughs> that, that fate. And uh, then obviously the whole special teams field goal fiasco in Denver, where uh, where they lost yeah, on they, that. So, 12 men on the field. But but they are really good at a lot of things. Like they move the ball really well. Their offensive line's pretty good. They have great receivers. Their defense has a lot of really good numbers. Well, they're hurt. They got a lot of injuries. Regardless, it's more the point that that I'm not as concerned about the opponent as I am the situation of the game coming off the big win with the Niners game coming up here. But again, like they, Elliot, they've just been so consistent at winning that I'm nervous about the spot. But I just I think they're going to win because I just kind of always think they're going to win now. My concern about the spot, and I think you're right that the in between these two games, they're probably the two biggest games of the year. I mean, Dallas is obviously always up there. So the spot's weird. I think another potential concern for this game is the Bills really need Desperately. it. Desperately. And the Eagles need it too, but I think the, Beal, the Bills... The Bills like, need to make the playoffs. Right, like if the they Eagles lose tomorrow... The Eagles need it to get the one exactly, seed. Exactly, yes. right. So there's that concern. Um, quick side note. I'm curious for uh, your opinion on this. So I tweeted yesterday that uh, Jalen Hurts has passed Josh Allen on the quarterback list. Oh, I don't even think it's close. Lots of Bills fans obviously disagreed with that. H- here's what I would say. 
Guess how many times Josh Allen's turned the ball over it's since the start of last year? I mean, all you, like he is the all-time eye test turnover guy where it's yeah. just like every time I watch him, I feel like – and he's got a ton of turnovers. I can't wait to hear what this number is. Whatever the number is, multiply it by four for what he should have. Yeah, it's 34. Yeah, it should be 100. It, I watch the games. It's like they'll have like three turnovers and then four more that should have been. So Jalen has 20, and I think that's a, a number where he should have less than that. Yeah. Like, you know, some bad bounces we've talked about this year. Early on in the year, the turnovers were a problem. I think he's he's curtailed them since then. You like the use of that word? That was pretty good. Right? It's okay. Yeah. No, I guess not that great. It's not I like that a, was a good word. Not like an SAT word or anything. Curtail? Uh, close. I think it's, you wouldn't say it's a big word? I'd say it's a medium word. Okay, fair yeah. enough. Medium word. But he's done, he's done a better job taking care of the ball. And I think at this point, you know, last week, like, our last year was Jalen Hurts taking the Josh Allen leap. I think he's leaped past him now. Oh, I think he leaped way past him. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Also, chime in on the Nick Sirianni thing, the way he handles himself. If you have an issue with that, the way he yells at fans, all that. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Let's go back to the phones. Talk to our guy Black Gritty. What up, Bo? Baby mama flip flops. Everybody should know that L.A. Shore Park hates Christmas. I hear him <laughs> off air, and the things he says are outlandish. You think you get mad about L.A. tweet? Just just be a fly on the wall. Go down to parks one day and hang out with the guys. <laughs> say hi. And then you really understand what L.A. Show Park is out here doing in these streets. Yeah, uh, I would agree with guys. that. Yes. Come, come on down uh, to parks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hang out. Um, so, uh, James, you're absolutely wrong about Nick Sirianni. Ooh, I, I was <laughs> not expecting this. You're, Lay it on me, big dog. You're, you're bringing up it's a child's game. It's a trillion-dollar business, bro. It's not a child's game anymore. People's lives are on the yeah, line. Yeah, I, I disagree with James on this, too. Yeah. Like, you, you, I, I don't care that it's a child's game. It's a, it's a cute thing to say for basketball or baseball. You know, anybody can pick it up and play. Not everybody can put a helmet on and strap it up and put their life on the line to go play this game. That's the first thing. Second thing, stop yelling at fans. If the sideline antics, guess what? I know Jalen Hurst doesn't like it. In the middle of the Super Bowl, you've got to pull him back. At the Colts game, Jalen Hurst had to be an adult and pull him back. That's not cool. That's not okay. Everybody compares him to Dan Campbell. Guess what? Dan Campbell is biting kneecaps on and off the field. He's the same way all the time. And even he waits till he gets to the locker room to start hooping and hollering. This guy in the tunnel doing it for the cameras on the sideline yelling directly at fans can only lead to bad things. And, yes, you have to have some kind of decorum because you're not the CEO of the president. You don't own a team, but you're my highest manager, and I can't have you trying to tell players, well, you guys need to reel it in and be professional. That A.J. Brown stuff. You practice what you preach, bro. You can't tell a player to calm down if you can't calm down as his boss. But I I get your point there, but... But again, he's doing this after the game with fans when the game is over. He is not getting a personal foul for his team. He's not. He, in my opinion, he doesn't have to rein it in. The game is over. He's having fun with fans. He's giving some smack talk. Whatever. It's. I agree with you. It's a good point about it being big business because it is. But it is still something that is supposed to be fun. The whole point of it. The whole reason we spend our money. The whole reason we give our time to this thing is because we enjoy it. Because it, it is a it, fun it, thing to do, it, and it's fun for them to play so that should be a part of the way they act when they do it too the reason i pay money the reason i buy a jersey i don't buy a nick Sirianni jersey i buy players jerseys if a player did this i wouldn't have a problem with it because he's putting his butt on the line out there for my head coach see i think that's it, outrageous it, it why can't nick so, he, like just because he's I'm, not on the field playing he's still I'm, competing I'm he's still trying to win do it. you know why he can't do it because you can't go sit at the podium put your kids up there and act like saint nick and do that thing and then yell about fans directly at fans you know why, why not? It's why like, not? It's, it's, it's I'm not. About to, I'm about to tell you why. I'm about to tell you why. The reason why is because, again, you are the leader of the team. And I don't need to be Bill Belichick 
I, I just gave you another example. Another coach who's outspoken and loud, but he doesn't do that kind of thing. But again, so again I don't have a problem say, with it. Oh, you seem like you have a problem with it. I don't care. I, do. I like that he yells at fans. I think it is fun. I think it is playful. He's not saying F you. He's not saying you're a piece of crap. He's saying, ha ha, we won a game. That did, is fun. Did he cuss? Did they bleep it out? Who cares if he cusses? I don't have a, you don't cuss, I cuss. Like cuss, everyone cusses. I, I, the vast majority of people cuss. cuss. I'm saying he's the he's the head coach of my team and I don't like it. And you can like it, but uh, apparently a whole lot of people don't. And the last thing I'll say about it is when the 49ers uh Kittle pulled his shirt up and said blah 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 Dallas, every other team was laughing at his face talking trash. So yes, it's multiple material because Eagles fans travel everywhere. So if you think that we're not gonna get it, then we'll see what happens. We can handle ourselves, though. I we, love you. We, apparently, we can't because we got a problem right now. Why? What's ha- the problem? Say, Other than, than people, people having a problem with Nick. We we're, we got no issue with it as far as where we go. You, you are, like I said, me and you are at odds with this situation, right? Like you and Elliot. Man, there I'm just sitting here. I'm never, I'm never in this seat. Yeah, I'm just sitting here yeah, enjoying yeah, this. Yeah, Elliot's <laughs> over there clapping and moving it up right now. He's like, get him. Get him like you get me on the internet. I'm well, but, uh, happy as fuck. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Let, no, me talk, yeah. let me talk about the Bills. Uh, yeah, we got to get out. We're up again today. Oh, so make it quick. Uh, Eagles by six. It's going to be a tough game. The higher the score goes, the less confident I am about winning this game. Go Birds! So it's interesting listening to that because – I agree that I like it. I like watching it. It's good content. I think it's interesting. I enjoy that Sirianni's passion for the game. Like, you know, I, I said this on the pod, but Sirianni will never feel exactly what it feels like when the Eagles win as an Eagles fan because he didn't grow up here. Like, it's just, it's a difference. But I think he's the closest we'll ever get to a head coach that really feels close to the same level of excitement for an Eagles win as the fans do. Like, after that game, he was rightfully pumped up. I just don't think it's worth it to involve the other fans. But to, I, to, to, to say things to other fans, you're just putting yourself in a situation that might not go well for you. But hold up. All right. Here's what I want to know. Like, what's the downside here? Then other than him just, like, talk, like uh, as long as Nick does not actually physically get into anything with other fans, as long as he doesn't really, like, start, you know, like, bleep you, like, that kind of stuff with fans, if he is just yelling at fans, like, what what's the downside? What's going to happen to Nick Sirianni? That's a problem. What's the issue well, here? Why look, we is could, this we a could go down a million roads just like, to like one, hype give me one. All right, let's say he's fired up. He's running off the field. He yells something. Like a fan's yelling at him, and he yells, "Oh, like you know, I didn't hear you now." Blah blah. And the fan yells something back that really upsets Sirianni. Well, then he's got to have a line. That's but the that, whole point. The, we the, all understand that he had. Like yes, of course he has to have a line. But my point is, what we've seen so far, that's fine to me. Again, I understand. Like he can't cross a line he has not crossed that but do you line think it's helping him like do you, like everything he does in a way should be about is this helping him or is this helping the team and i'd love that again i don't i had no issue with the super bowl stuff where he put his arm I, up i and, think you're missing a thing there it's helping him helping the team and also being real being authentic and who you are and part of the reason that can, his players believe in him part like part of the reason his players love him is because who he is how do we know that players don't love that that they don't love when they see nick do that they get fired up look at coach that's awesome like how do we know we but, don't but, know no, they, they could they 100 something could. that they love about 100 percent. but i would just say like you can be yourself while also having a line where it's like does this help me like I, I i'm not saying he should change who he is i'm not saying he shouldn't be who he is on the sideline i'm not saying it i'm just saying when it comes to you know playfully teasing or mocking whatever word you want to say other fans it feels like it's a road that's not worth it for him as the head coach of the team because no positive is going to come from that other than being himself and having fun. You can he's be, having fun right, but you while can he's be playing yourself a sport. and have fun while also having a line. 
while also saying like, right but the point is we uh, my line is yeah don't go into the stands and fight someone don't like say something horrendous to someone he hasn't crossed that line i trust him to not cross that line he's just having fun i trust him to not cross it too but so then what are we talking but, but, about but, but but much like a friend or or whatever or a colleague you don't want you want you don't want them to put themselves in situations where they might you know like i trust that he he would contain himself I don't want him to put himself in situations where maybe he's, he's even put if, with a even decision. Even if that on. means that he can't be himself and he can't act the way he wants to act. He can be uh, himself, but, uh, but just but don't yell at not. other. Yes. But if you told me to be myself and you, not do that, I would I would struggle to not be able to do that kind but of you stuff. But are, you are yourself. I'm myself. We both also know there's areas in our job where even though we're authentically ourselves, you're not crossing that line because it's not worth it. But again, I don't think he has crossed a line. He's not that, yet. That's the point I'm making. But I'm saying like... Why it's a slippery slope between this? Is that that's all? That's my only hesitation. We didn't get too many calls that segment. We're going to run calls next segment. We want to get to as many people as we can. Do you have an issue with this? It does seem like there are people. I was surprised to see Black Gritty that upset about the Sirianni thing. I, that surprised me. Do you agree with Black Gritty or agree with Elliot that this is just not worth it for Nick? Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Of course, the Bills game as well. Are you a little nervous about this one? And. Nervous about the one seed. 215-592-9494. It's Go Birds Radio from the beautiful sports book at Parks Casino. Don't go anywhere. It's Go Birds Radio presented by the Bet Parks Sportsbook and Casino at Valley Shore Parks. James Seltzer with you from the beautiful sportsbook at Parks Casino. Comfy TV, comfy chairs. I always say comfy TVs. They are comfy. They I are. Suppose. They're relaxing. Like yeah. there's a lot of uh, well, never mind. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> It's Great. just nice when you have a good TV and you don't have to worry about it. You know, the image is going to give out or it's streaming or whatever. Like, you yeah. know the game is going to be here. It's it's comfortable. That's right. And you can bet on it. Yes. And thus, you care about the game a lot more, and it's a blast. 215-592-9494. Let's get to the phones. The Sirianni thing, the game tomorrow, it's talked about. As we sit with Justin in Richmond, yes. let's talk to his best buddy, Drew in Westchester. What up, pal? What's up, boys? Elliot, how you doing? Doug? It's been a couple weeks since I, I know. Uh, it's been a while. Good to talk to you, man. Yes, happy uh, happy belated uh, birthday to uh, Kristen and uh, Seltzer. I don't know if Elliot told you this or not. There was a moment um, during Eagles Cowboys pregame show where there was a little girl, probably four or five years old, in a Jalen Hurts jersey, just waving, trying to get someone to wave back to her. <laughs> Elliot sees it and waves back. It was a very oh, wholesome moment on an obviously intense day. I'm not day. surprised Elliot was the one who waved yes. back. If I had had to place bets on who on that stage <laughs> would wave back, I would have bet on Elliot. Well, I appreciate you noticing that, Joe. <laughs> yeah, so that was, uh, that, that was awesome. So, so I'll talk on Nick first, and then I'll get to the game. Uh, tomorrow uh, one of my favorite coaches uh, ever is Pete Carroll because I liked the way he showed emotion at USC and I feel like he brought that to the Seahawks um, and I uh, you know I, I just we can split hairs and say that you know he should have won you know another Super Bowl with Russell Wilson but if yeah. Sirianni here has the same tenure that like Pete Carroll had in Seattle, I think we're going to be, you know, relatively happy. So uh, LNBN, let Nick be Nick. Uh, yes. I think it's great that he's being himself, and I love it. But let me let me ask you guys this: Do you think so? We talk so much about how Jalen doesn't get the respect around the league he deserves, right? And we all want Jalen to get the respect he deserves because he deserves it. And I think this year he's getting more of it. We would all agree Nick is nowhere near where he should be on the coach rankings, right? Like Nick has had the best record in the NFL for almost two full seasons now. And I, I would bet if you polled national people, he probably wouldn't get a vote for, like, top five. Like, he, definitely not top three. I think sometimes, like, Nick is penalized nationally by how he acts. And I don't think it's fair, but it is what it is. So, like, when we talk about the well, what's advantageous for him, 
Like, we're sitting here with, with Justin, right? Drew, one of your best friends. Like, if yep. Justin's doing something that's not helping himself, we can all say be yourself and do these things. Like, is it helping Nick get the recognition around the league he deserves to act the way he is? Like, do you guys think so, or do you think it's hurting him? I just feel like people's minds are kind of made up, like, for even for other reasons. Like, I feel like even if he toned it down a little bit, I feel like there's some people across the league who have kind of just decided, like, they don't like him because they think it's, you know, more Jalen or they think it's mm. more Howie. So I don't think that – I don't think changing is going to earn him more respect. I agree with that. Yeah. Uh, look, I, I think it is what it is. Also, who cares, ultimately? You know, you want to be respected. Like, you know how Nick can be on those lists, win Super Bowls, win big games. Like, then it won't matter how he acts. Well, but honestly, it does matter to me a little bit, just in the way that, like, we were all very outraged when Jalen wasn't getting, you know, he was seventh on the ESPN list or right? things like that. Like, I think Nick deserves that same level of outrage from, from people in the media that, and the fans. Like, I, he is, is what criminally is. Like, underrated. I would rather Nick be himself than be on a list. Yeah, but I, I think that's where we disagree. So he's like, I'm not telling him not to be himself. I'm saying it's but not worth it. Well, but but again, but like, you be, are. but being yourself doesn't mean have no self control. Like you can be yourself but while again, also uh, what self control is a is a thing that is ba- relative, right? So it's based on self control to what, right? To not yell, like yeah, yes, does he have the self control to not go to the fans and fight and stuff? But the, my point is, he doesn't have to have self control to not yell at fans, in my opinion. And maybe Nick believes that too. So so. We're saying this thing like he has to have self-control. He does have self-control. He just he doesn't think it's a problem to yell yeah, at fans. I'm not saying he's like a, a wild animal on the sideline or anything. I'm just saying that you're, you're, you're saying by not yelling at fans he's not being himself. I disagree with that. I think you can make decisions that are advantageous for yourself while also staying true to who you are. All right, Drew, what do you got on the game tomorrow? Uh, yeah, so uh, with tomorrow, uh, look, I'm, I'm always, like, nervous before a big game, but I feel like there's a saying, like, when, you know, someone shows you, like, who they are, like, believe them, pay attention. I feel like this is a game that the Eagles uh, typically win, and I feel like it's a game the Bills typically lose. They're 1-4 uh, away from Buffalo this year, so mm-hmm. I think we're going to get it done. And I got a bold prediction I want to drop on you guys for – tomorrow and Elliot you kind of touched on it like 10 minutes ago without even like uh kind of like meaning to uh Britton Covey is taking a punt to the house tomorrow Ooh. the Bills game went up against the Jets earlier this season Britt seems real close to me and I think tomorrow is the day he full-on breaks one love it Drew great call buddy love it great stuff I, I mean look I think he's close Britton. he's been good I yeah. think he has more returns of 20 plus yards than anyone else in the NFL he's been great man he has yeah. really uh, uh, turned into a legitimate and punt returner he looks like he's gonna break one like when he when he has the ball in his hands now um, I believe that he can you know do something with it which is a big change from you know a year ago two one five five nine two ninety four nine we're speaking of the game tomorrow he will be gracing the game with his presence his first time at a Philadelphia Eagles game after all these years. He's in the city right now. Our guy Justin in Tennessee. What up, feller? What's happening, fellas? How y'all doing today? I mean, we're excited, man. We've been talking about this for weeks. Uh, Going to see you a little bit later. Pumped for uh, pumped to see you, man. Weeks, months. It's It's been years in the making, as James has said, man. I'm fired up, focused, and prepared. We've been out, as Black Gritty says, we've been out in the street this morning walking around. <laughs> Seeing sights, went to the Liberty Bell, went to Love nice. Park. Does it remind you of Tennessee? Like <laughs> well, not really, not not exactly. But the drive up here, like going up the interstate and stuff, we kept looking around. Like this looks like home. All these farms and stuff, yeah. it looks like home. It's beautiful country and farmland all the way up here. You know, it's 
it's crazy. I don't know what I was expecting, but I wasn't expecting all those thorns. But uh, well, it should feel yeah, like man. home, buddy. You're a, you're a celebrity here in Philly, so it should <laughs> feel like I've, your home. I've got a couple of go vols since I've been here, y'all. I mean, I've I've worn my Tennessee hat out in the back and hoodies nice. and stuff, and uh, I've brought a couple of ten- different Tennessee hoodies and several hats and stuff. So we've got nice. some go vols at us, and uh, it's awesome. But we it was kind of overwhelming at first last night when we when we got out and about because I mean I, I told y'all I ain't never been to a big city before, and <laughs> I, I think everybody up here's favorite thing to do is blow a horn. I was shocked. I was like, what what is going on? <laughs> yeah. Well, wait till tomorrow, buddy. Oh, I, I, I can't I can't wait, man. Drew Drew's gonna be awesome. He's gonna help me and you know, O get back and forth to the game. We've got kind of a plan set up and ready to go. Nice. Uh, we've got our own plans here a little bit later on. I think we're gonna jump in an Uber and go to the uh, art museum and the Rocky statue, which Very James nice. knows Rocky is my most favorite movie series or movie of all time. So I mean I'm I'm looking forward as I'll get out to that. But uh, awesome. uh, what would be the point in me not calling while I'm in Philadelphia? Oh I know, trust <laughs> me. I said before the show I was like we better get a Justin from Tena or Justin from Philadelphia call, Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Well I mean we just got back to the hotel. We bought some stuff and we were bringing some stuff back to the hotel before we went to the art museum and uh, I told my wife, I said, we need to sit down here. I need to call in the show and see if I can get on real quick before we get back out. Because, I mean, what's, awesome. what's the point if I don't call in? But, anyway, uh, great call before, Drew. I heard you while I was on hold, man. I thank you all for getting me on here so quick. But we're going to head out to the art museum and uh, take some pictures. And uh, I might run about halfway up the steps and catch my breath <laughs> and the rest Love of the way because I am old. But, anyway, I appreciate you all. Can't wait to see you all here in a little while. Love you, boys. Man. Love you, too. We'll see you in a bit, Justin. That's going to be awesome. Yeah, man, how about to, it? Finally here. To, I used to run those rocky steps all the time. Did you? Guess how many times I could go up and down without stopping? Uh, I don't know. Three? Ten. Wow. No big deal to me. Well, clearly. <laughs> clearly. Not a big deal at all. Not a That's big deal why at you all. just told the entire Delaware Valley. Exactly. Just want everybody to yeah. know. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> clearly. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. All right. 215-592-9494. One hour down. Another hour to go for us. We're going to try and get to as many calls as we can we want to talk to as many real ones as we can over the next hour about the sirianni thing uh do you have a problem with the way he comports himself on the sidelines at games yelling at opposing fans all that stuff or are you a let nick be nick kind of guy or gal like i am uh 215-592-9494 in the game tomorrow a big game against the bills that uh you know certainly has some trap game potential where do you come down that as well 215-592-9494 it's elliot james it's gold birds radio from the beautiful sports book at Parks Casino and Pro and College Hoops, Fly Guys Hockey are all back, and you can bet on it all. The Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app has you covered for betting on all your favorite sports and playing in all your favorite casino games for real money. You can bet the birds and bet player performances when you bet the birds football, bet on touchdowns, passing yards, and so much more. You can bet Philly Hoops, bet player performances there as well, points, rebounds, assists. The Bet Parks app is the only sports betting app that we here at Go Birds recommend. It's the only ones we use. It's safe, secure. It's easy to use. Plus, you've got odds, bet slots, and games right in your pocket. The casino comes to you wherever you are. Play with a live dealer right on your phone. Enjoy blackjack, roulette, baccarat, and more. Bet Parks has a great offer. This is a great offer for new users. Download the Bet Parks app right now and get up to $1,000. Yes, $1,000 thousand dollars in casino bonus back if you're down in the first 24 hours new users only casino bet must be wagered once terms and conditions apply see website betparks.com for details you love to play you play to win you bet bet parks you must be 21 in pa new jersey ohio or maryland gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER